0: And welcome back to Arts on Fire. Again, Jason Sample in the studio with you. And we have another guest joining us on our program today. Joining us via telephone from Massachusetts, we have musician Rachel Kilgore on the phone. She's going to be performing in Jamestown next Monday night on Rolling Hills Radio, along with uh, Ken Hardley and, of course, Mustard's Retreat. So with that being said, Rachel, thank you so much for taking time out and talking with us today. Yeah,
1: thanks for having me.
0: Well, we're we're happy to have you joining us via telephone to talk more about your music and your upcoming appearance here in uh Jamestown on Monday night for Rolling Hills Radio. And and maybe a good place to begin with is just some uh background information. Uh some of the uh how long have you been a musician and and how did you get interested in in being a performer? Where are your roots from and and what led you to uh being a a recording artist?
1: Sure. Um I uh so I'm from Minnesota and uh grew up with some some music in the family, um, but actually, as a young, as a youngster, um, we had a public school built right next to my house, when I was in the third grade that had a music magnet um, element to it. So I actually had had access to some really great um, public education um, with with music uh, woven in there, which was really exciting for me as a young person. Um, so I played the violin for most of my young life through elementary and high school and into college. And uh, and there was a point, actually, when I, I was in college, when I first started writing my own songs. I, I picked up the guitar along the way, but not until I was probably about 20 did I start writing my original songs. And I performed for the first time and had this really strong sense that that's what I was supposed to be doing for the rest of my life. <laughs> I didn't necessarily put uh, put a lot of thought into the financial plan of that career <laughs> right. um, and just kind of leapt into it, But but I did really feel like it was a remarkable way to connect with people and that I wanted to keep doing it.
0: It seems from uh, your biography and your background that you've been very well-received. If our listeners don't know already, you've been featured on a lot of uh, uh, nationally recognized programs. You're the 2017 Kerrville New Folk Contest uh, winner. You've uh, been featured at the Lincoln Center and at the uh, Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C. I mean, you've really got a great uh, biography already, and you're you're still, relatively speaking, a a young artist, right? I mean, this isn't uh, something you've been doing for decade after decade. You've only... Really been performing what for what, the past uh fifteen years or so,
1: yeah mhm, yep I would say uh, well uh after um when I was about twenty one or so I actually uh started a new part a new phase of my life and was married and raising a step kid for most of my twenties um that was that was kind of my my primary my primary job with making music as a side gig and um, I wrote songs throughout that, um, but I didn't really tour extensively or put a lot of energy into the career, and so I, I actually got divorced about five years ago, and I think that was that was the starting point for more of a, a nationally touring kind of uh, career, and I think since then a lot of those things have fallen into place that you mentioned there. I've received a lot of accolades that so I'm very grateful for. It's always nice to feel like. People
0: get what you're doing and want you to do more of it. Right on. Uh, Your music that uh, you you write, like you said, you uh, started getting into writing your own music, and I would assume that the uh, what three albums plus a new EP all feature um, your original content, right? Uh, yeah. Yes. So yeah. So so I I guess you know the the question would be then is the uh, the process for uh, songwriting for the themes that you try to tackle in your songwriting has it always been the same or have you seen it evolved? Over time, um and, and the way you approach not only writing music but but the themes that you take on when you do write,
1: mm, um, hmm. I think a lot of the themes have actually been similar. Most of my songwriting comes from a place of trying to figure out how to be the best human I can be <laughs> and um and sometimes that means looking at uh my relationships with individuals with family or friends or in a romantic relationship sometimes it means looking at the wider world and at social injustices that i see but um but always it comes from a very personal voice i think almost exclusively i write from my own voice and um about real things that have happened in my life um so i'm not i'm not insanely prolific I don't write a lot. I don't force myself to write. Um, but, but I, but I do from time to time. It's just the way that I kind of process the world, uh, sort of therapy. Um, I would say probably in the last five years or so, since, uh, since my divorce, which, which was an interesting, uh, phase of my life, um, I think that my work has gotten even more personal, that, that even when I take on more political ideas. I'm doing it from a personal lens. Um, I have a new song on my new EP called Holy Are We, for instance, uh, that talks about um, being part of the LGBTQ community and um, trying to find uh, acceptance in one's family um, when it's not there naturally. (laughs) And I think I, at, a, at a younger point, I might have written that song very angrily um, and uh, with an accusatory tone. And I think these days I write it more from a place of um, knowing that in expressing myself the best that I can, uh, that's a, that's the best way to engage empathy from people who don't understand me and the best way to lead to conversation and actual change and healing. So. I think that's
0: probably something that's shifted slightly. Right. I mean, so, so it sounds almost like this plays a dual role. Your The songs and the, the songs you provide for your listeners is not only is it uh, cathartic for you to to do the writing and get these feelings out there, so to speak, but also uh, it provokes thought and stimulates uh, ideas to your listeners as well. I mean, is that sort of what you have intended to do is not only uh, be cathartic, but also provocative at the same time?
1: Yeah, um, it's interesting. I think I, I never really consider the audience when I'm in the writing stage, but I do very much so when I'm performing. And I have, have known some really great moments of connection with an audience when I perform those songs. I've had a lot of talks with people after the show where they reveal something about their life that, that they were reminded of when I sang my songs. And, um, yeah, that's the point. That's why I keep doing it. I think if that wasn't there, it would feel like a very weird, selfish thing to do <laughs> to just stand on a stage and demand silence while I sing for people but um, but it does feel like a mutual experience and I think I think at this point in time, we're all incredibly lonely in the world, and it's nice to have someone be really vulnerable in front of you and um and just feel like. You are not alone in your experiences and
0: feelings. Right on. Well said. Uh, we're talking with Rachel Kilgore. She is going to be performing in Jamestown on Monday night at Rolling Hills Radio with Ken Hartley, a show you can hear here uh, next week on WRFA, but in the meantime, you can see it live at Shawbox in downtown Jamestown. Uh, one final question about songwriting, Rachel, and, and that's something I typically will like to ask uh, uh, different artists that I, um, I talk to only because I can learn something from it, is and our listeners as well, is is when you do the song, writing it, and you're putting together a composition, do you typically try to come up with a melody and find the words to fit it, or do you typically come up with lyrics and then uh, try to identify uh, a certain uh, styling of music or a melody to accompany what you've written down on paper already in terms of uh, lyrics? Hmm.
1: I think the first part of a song, when I know that, that I'm really about to write one, um, there's something kind of whole that comes to me, like a spark of an idea or a way of seeing something in a brand new way that I hadn't considered before. Um, that usually comes to me first, and then a lot of my songwriting happens when I'm like on a walk or I'm just humming to myself. Um, musically, I would say my songs um, are not incredibly adventurous. Um, I, I like I like to keep the music aspect quite simple and the the lyrical content and the emotionality of singing those songs um, to be kind of the, the focus of the experience. I like It's it's almost like a poetry reading except for I'm singing and playing the guitar. But um, yeah, I think when I'm writing them, it, it doesn't necessarily happen in any particular order, but I, I don't always have a guitar in hand. I'm often just singing to myself and then figure it
0: out later (laughs) yeah i think uh bob dylan made a pretty good career out of doing it that way so (laughs) you're you're in good company right
1: (laughs) so also so so many different ways to do it and yeah bob dylan from
0: minnesota (laughs) right there you go uh it's been a pleasure talking with you maybe the final question is when folks come and see you perform in jamestown on uh, on monday night do you have um do you already have your your set picked out or what can they expect or is it just kind of show up and and find out for yourself and be surprised
1: um, well, I, I think we talked, we covered kind of an idea of, of what my songwriting's like, but I do have a new EP that's out and I'll, I'll be playing a number of songs off of that. And I, I think, yeah, just preparing people to, um, to come for a fully engaged experience <laughs> and, uh, um, to really, um, actively listen and, uh, and reflect on your own life and, um, Hopefully it gives something to the listeners as well.
0: Well, wonderful. It's been a pleasure talking with you, and if our listeners enjoyed the conversation as well, they can learn more about you at your website. That's rachelkilgore.com, and they can also find out your music on there as well if they want to purchase a CD and and preview uh, what's in store when they uh, come and see you on Monday night. I I think we're all set unless there's anything else you want to add. Uh, No, I think that's it. Thanks so much for having me. Yes, once again, Rachel Kilgore, thank you so much for talking with us on Arts on Fire. Safe travels. Thanks.